You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. So you just die in the future. You just have this respirator to her. Yeah, that's the only, you have to to basically set it to what your t- place in time and space is oxygen was. But or Andrew in the chat was. was talking about time and I I pointed out that you know we weren't in the same physical location because the sun moves and we move around the sun so we're way far away from where we were and he's like god damn it you just ruined everything no, that's why you go back in space and time yeah yeah you, you have to, yeah you have to warp space so you gotta time. have a can have a tardis because tardis yeah, can do that the wibbly yeah. wobbly time you want to be yeah so yeah so if you guys are ever wondering what the heck we talk about when the red button isn't live we're not live this is this this is what happens behind the <laughs> scenes the um you know the keyhole uh the the, the key holders so still so work shoving it the key holders <laughs> they you know they get to see all that but anyways hello everyone uh welcome to an exciting episode of low key on the we are libertarians networks i am your host today my name is Harry, aka the moving target and uh, we're gonna have an interesting episode today i do want to talk about a little about um um stuff that's going on in hollywood um also i uh Vincent sent me a cool mm-hmm. meme that he needs to explain, <laughs> apparently. He tried to explain it behind yes. the scenes, yes. but I realized that the key holders didn't have every, you know, I didn't hit record, so the key holders weren't getting a lot of that. So I was like, you know what? Let's wait. Let's wait. Do it live. We'll give it to everybody so everyone can experience. But, but as you guys know, I do not fly, fly, fly solo. I'm going to bring everyone on. The other person would do, because we missed something last week. This is totally my fault and some of his. I'll blame him, too. But it was also Reinhold's birthday, so I wish everybody a happy birthday to Reinhold. We did miss that. Oh, hey, I didn't even know. I didn't yeah, so everybody wish Reinhold a happy birthday in chat, okay, for the birthday boy, you know. Uh, so after Reinhold, go age, it doesn't, it doesn't really, uh, it's, it doesn't feel like a celebration anymore. Yay, one clo- you're closer to death. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just, hey, hey, hey! It's it's one more year that you stayed alive. Mm-hmm. Hey, we yeah. lost Paul Rubens today, so yeah, we did. And he Paul was Rubens. just about what thirteen years older than me. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Same age as my mom. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looked. He looked better. At seventy one, and I look now. <laughs> so that's that's great. That's that's fun to know. Yeah. Well, it just cl- clearly shows you don't do enough drugs. All right. So <laughs> the other person we've got on the show, we've got Vincent. Vincent, you know, say hi. As you know, like you know, meme bombardier. Yourself. Hello, I'm here, as per usual, talking about the the least politic part of things. I was drinking water and you just kind of just stopped. No. You just yeah, no, that's what, that's what made it funny. Yeah. What so made Vince it was happy, happy to know that there was actually absolutely nothing happened politically in the last mm. week. So nothing, no, nothing at all. Major happened. things happening, like like capitals being poked by things. But let's either here or there. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no oh man 
man. We can't talk about that without our, our Russian correspondent, producer Paul. So Hold on. Um, I'll, I'll bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll just change this whole topic. It'll be fine. It'll be That's fine. later. It's later. Let's <laughs> we'll change everything. You know, screw it. You know. Um, I did get to um, dearly brought dearly over to the uh, studio um, mm-hmm. this weekend. Um, talked to him and um, showed him my ideas for moving the stuff out of the bet, like the uh, crappy layout to mm-hmm. uh, a better layout. He hates the acoustics of the room, but I keep telling him like. Dude, let's recording studio quality. Most of the noise guy doesn't care about that room. I don't care how small you think this room is, how much noisy and vibration is that. The we've got such high quality radio equipment, it won't care. <laughs> it will not care. So gonna run a test. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> I'm trying to tell him like it won't care. It will not care. You know, but here or there. Um but yes, yes. Uh Pullman passed today. He was doing his very private, but he had a very private battle with cancer. We lost him. We all know him from when his uh, starring in several movies, like the movie Blow. Loved him in Blow. Great movie. He was the spleen. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. The mystery, man. Great movie. <laughs> Great movie. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, also, Pee Wee Herbert's Bay. Yeah. Also, that yeah, yeah. comes with everything. Pops up everywhere in all kinds of different like fun movies. It's it's always there. Always around. He was in Meatballs too. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've never seen Meatballs too. What the heck is Meatballs too? <laughs> How uncultured are you? Right, I was like, you tell them you haven't seen that movie that only seven people have seen. Okay, came about a year before I was born. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't know Meatballs 2. If you didn't know, I definitely didn't know what Meatballs 2 was. Sequel to meatballs. a 1979 movie. <laughs> I say Meatballs, you know about, right? No, no. You, you don't know Meatballs 2? Sequel <laughs> no, to I a 1979. I know Cloudy with the chance of Meatballs, sir. I know Cloudy the chance of Meatballs. Hey, Christy. Hey, Christy. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Meatball what? is is no idea. Sorry. Yeah, what, what's what? Yeah, <laughs> what, what is this movie? It was basically an uh, a tr- attempt to recapture Animal House, only set in a summer camp with Bill Murray. Oh, Capsic! Okay. I've seen this. Probably didn't know it was called Meatballs, though. I may have seen Nothing. this. Maybe. But all those like 70s, 80s, um, you know, like like adventure camp movies all look the same after a while. Um, it also sucks that like you see all these like these camp movies and stuff like that. Just, there's not many of these camps left because of people like <laughs> these. So John Larroquette was in Meatballs 2 as well. Hmm. And he's one of my favorite actors. He's part, part of the reason why I have the name Reinhold, by the way. Oh. More Brian Hole trivia for you. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, the, so this today's topic, what I really wanted to talk about, which I was trying to get into last week, was all about this Hollywood residuals. Uh, but before we get into that topic, I'm going to tease that, put the little teaser out there. We're going to do it like this because, like, it's all this Hollywood 
stuff has been going up there has been like messing with my feed and I don't know, I, I don't know. It's I'm in trying to get some empathy and see what's going on out there, but it's really freaking hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> really hard. Even in doing research for this really something like I'm gonna need someone help. I wanna have empathy for people. I wanna have empathy. <laughs> I'm finding it really hard. But I was sent a meme. Chad uh, <laughs> is about one of the, uh, and be- because it's about one of the animes that I mm-hmm. like, get ready to frequent, like, I want to know about it. So, Vincent, uh, uh, stage is yours. <laughs> so, recently there's a, there was a Gundam series that came out called Gundam Witcher Mercury. Mm-hmm. And the anime was very successful. People really enjoyed it. It made Gundam the third most profitable, profitable thing for Namco Bandai. For last year, the the gunpla for the aerial, the main Gundam in the show, mm-hmm. sold was the highest selling gunpla they had like ever. And the show ended. Uh, mm-hmm. Spoiler warning uh, for the ending of the series uh, with the two main leads, who are two women, married, mm. and. People were people liked it. They're like, "Oh, that's cool." They 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 did it. They actually went through with them being together, etc. Women married. <laughs> so there was an article in uh, a Japanese uh, magazine called Gundam Ace, where they were mm-hmm. talking about Witch Mercury and how they get married at the end. And Bando Namkai, <laughs> Namco Bandai, reached out and go, uh, "Can you get rid of that?" The, say it's not canon. Uh, we don't want to want that. It's a, it's up to the fans' interpretation. <laughs> what? Yes, they they had wedding rings, and one was called sister-in-law. But it's up to the fans. It's up. To, it's open for interpretation. It's open for interpretation. <laughs> so. So within <laughs> 24 hours, mm-hmm. they f- flipped the reception of their series because <laughs> Bandai decided to take something that people really enjoyed and go, yeah, no, that it's up to it's open to fans' interpretation. Even though they were engaged episode one, they confessed their feelings throughout the series. They literally are have wedding rings and called sister-in-law, and they go, uh, it's open to interpretation. So it literally had a 50% (laughs) negative to positive swing in 24 hours. Like it was like a 78% positive reception for for the series. And within 24 hours, it was dropped to 28. See, this is why you buy physical copies. Okay. (laughs) So the the thing was that since it was in a magazine, they've reached out and basically tried to make it non canon. Mm hmm. Because they, they, it's obvious that they're trying to sell it to the markets that mm-hmm. don't see that it's appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by them saying it's up to interpretation, it allows them to try to have their cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Yes. But instead, it just pissed off everybody who enjoyed their series <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, because it was it came out of nowhere, it was unrelated to anything that was happening. It was the first official statement they made about the series after it ended. 
which was correcting <laughs> an article. All right, if so, I'm honest. Hey, yeah. you know, go woke, go broke, right? <laughs> this isn't the first time <laughs> they've done this. No, it definitely probably isn't. Um, usually, that means there's maybe a gun of Witch Mercury too. <laughs> they do that too. They mess with the ending and they, because they want to extend it. It's like, this was very popular. Boom. <laughs> keep going. We need a. We need to keep going. That's why we have the Gundam Seed sequel 20 years later. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty <laughs> but, much. D- d- or Double Zeta, which, <laughs> which I find out like uh, my, my love of uh, women come from watching Gundam Zeta as a kid. <laughs> I only know that from re-watching the series. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> when you go like... Oh my god! It's like, anyways, the my original wife. That, anyways, um, let's just go. Um, let's move on. But no, yeah. no, um, because uh, they've done this before with um, uh, Camille, um, the guy who uh, killed several other people, committed war crimes because someone was get made fun of him because he had a girl's name. Um, the strongest new type, Camille, Camille Badan. Uh, they retroactive instead of him dying at the end of Zeta Gundam, he was a healing coma. <laughs> oh, I didn't know they were do- they were pulling Superman back then. Healing coma. He's in a coma. He's They're doing heal. the Kryptonian healing coma in Gundam. <laughs> that well, well, you have to understand. Like they had a lot of backlash because they kind of like murdered their, like I said, most of the the main cast in the last six episodes. It just said, "All right, let's just start murdering people." But yeah, so there's been a bunch of memes of it's open for interpretation. Open for interpretation. <laughs> for things uh, that definitely are open for interpretation. That's not H- hints your hints the meme of <laughs> saying that Trace is, is shard. He's like, it's open for interpretation. That's to be honest. He definitely is shard. <laughs> to be honest, that's half the joke of Gundam Man in the beginning. He's <laughs> like, is this Shar? Da, 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 da. You're Shar. I'm so not Chuck. <laughs> Bro, it's open for interpretation. <laughs> it's funnier this way. So <laughs> yeah, it's just it's one of those things of people seeing this backlash or something they've really enjoyed, and it's for the people that are like really into that that genre, the Yuri genre, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like one of their first big series that people actually like talked about and cared about as like a big big main franchise thing that wasn't in its own like corner and then they just come in and get retconned out of existence (laughs) (laughs) and and everybody's like this doesn't make any sense like why would you come in and just do this (laughs) like I said could be the making the sixth season it's open for interpretation (laughs) they're making the second season and but it's wild. Yeah, it's one of those things of <laughs> when you sell your whole series on it and then just go, nah, it ain't like that though. They were roommates. They were roommates. <laughs> they were roommates though. <laughs> ah, see, see, I told you, I told you, Vincent. They were roommates. <laughs> they were roommates the whole they were time. Roommates. roommates the whole time. Oh, All right, so let's move on to the next <laughs> yeah. topic now. Um. <laughs> 
because I'm having a hard time. Like as you guys been knowing, like uh, the um, SAG AFTA, like so the screenwriter, the screenwriters in Hollywood, and now the actors in Hollywood are striking for dealing with their contracts, and it's been going on for what is it, a little over a month now. Um, the writers went first, and then the actors went afterwards, and so they have to putting all the stops to this because and what they're what they're going against, which some of them I go for, they don't want to. Um, they want something. They want controls in place for so the studios um, don't use AI to basically use their past work to make new work and not and they not get a cut of it. Not get paid from it. Completely respect that. You know, you're building it off of their things like that. They're not getting any money for it or not be able to use it at all. You know, I can understand that. Um, that I get behind. I'm completely with that one. What I can't get behind. It's like the idea of like these like um, these residual residual payments, and that's where I that's where I'm that's where my stuck ass. Of uh, I'm not gonna like really support these a lot of these people in the in the first place because a lot of this, a lot of the problems are their own their own making. But you know, it's more like I can res- like I want to be able to have some respect to it. Um, and you know, like so, and I really just want to because like my. Um, feeds and everything else has been like just filled about these writer strikes, the actor strikes, TV shows being canceled or uh, things that I knew like was greenlit coming down the path. Like, like not nah, probably not going to come, probably not going to come or this is the last bit of this show you're going to get unless something's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen anytime soon, that show's canceled. You know, it's what is it? Not 2008 over again. You know, when we're going to get inundated with reality TV, you know, of course I did say it, like I just said to someone, um, um, out the other night, like it'd be interesting if they started doing like Survivor Classic, kind of like WoW Classic, because Survivor's been going on for so long. They redid Survivor, Survivor Classic, bring back some of the classic stuff for Survivor. I think right, I was like, Survivor Classic, is that on? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, I'll watch Survivor Classic Edition. I know, classic, old school, not the newer, like, goofy stuff. I understand they're trying to change everything up, but classic Survivor. <laughs> like in the first seven seasons, you know. So is this nice. the only way we're actually gonna get Doctor Horrible too? See, I don't know this time. All right, so because <laughs> um okay, so um I posted some of the articles like because uh the the guild has been all right, like there's some of like some of the BS is going on too because the guild has given waivers for certain actors to work and some actors not to be able to work. So um, the Hollywood Reporter reported on, um, which I'm like, because Sarah Silver's like was yelling about this because certain A-list celebs were still working during the actor strike because they were giving waivers to work on non-studio films. They're working on independent films, so they're still working. They're working, on, but they're working on independents because that was like that. But and they got waivers for it, which you know I couldn't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> being some star of an actor or just someone at the guild in Hollywood go like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought we weren't working. Oh, I'm, oh, it's not for the studio. Can I get one of them waivers? Nope. <laughs> no, you cannot. I just well, want to do that if it wasn't for a studio. That, I mean, that's the real big deal is that they're just, they're trying to strike against the studios. Correct. But the thing is, they gave up a lot of confusion because the week prior, during like one of the Comic Con and everything else, they were trying to get the, and uh, when the Barbie and Opera movie is coming out, they were giving out, they gave some very unclear instructions to people for cosplaying and doing different things like that with studios. It was very unclear and it was actually almost the verge of threatening other people not to be able to do anything. And then also turned all the people into snitch culture um 
with the whole idea of like uh, doing things um, on YouTube and stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. But sorry, right now I cut you off. No, that's pretty much all I was saying. I was just kind of point out that they, they're, they're really fighting. They don't want, they don't want their people to starve. I mean, they want them to get out and work if they can, but they can't, they're just fighting against the studios because the studios are the ones that are doing the stuff that they're trying to get resolved the independence mm-hmm. as long as the independent stu- the independent productions are not doing the things that the studios are doing that's when they get the waivers for them right yeah yeah and a lot of the independents are because they can't pay up front a lot of them are paying what they need for the residuals we're like oh we're going to get this picked up on a streaming thing especially with the writer strike like those you know they're going to want their independent or things that they're doing and they'll be able to command that top dollar for their streaming something like that and since they're independent, they're not going to even they'll easily write that AI thing. Um, you know the things for the studio. So right. I get it; it is trying to put pressure on different things. But it uh, but it seems like these roles are going to be few and far between. And and if A listers are vacuuming them up like big Hoovers, and especially influencer sponsorship deals, it's kind of it's it to me is kind of BS. Trying to tell small time influencers and YouTubers like, hey, you can't do this, don't do that, you know, because they want it, you know, and then Hoovering up, it's. You know, it's, it's it, that's what I, I mean, see. I, I see YouTubers aren't part of SAG or after, are they? I mean, they're yes, yes, certain YouTube channels and YouTubers meet the qualifications to be a SAG afters, and they actually went off and courted these people to join the SAG after uh, 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 union. Yeah, yeah. So your your YouTube channel has to be a certain size. You have to have a certain um, you have to do like certain things with your YouTube channel. Um, so or you have to have a certain sponsorship deal. You also have to have an agent. There are requirements you have to do for your YouTube channel to actually be a part. And yeah, you be the requirements you can get in. And it's something they so did. When do I also- get my SAG card? <laughs> right, hold. On. Do you want to be in the union? <laughs> Do you want to join the SAG what? union? Right the SAG all, all, all your do- all your puppies don't count as an agent, sir. Did <laughs> <laughs> you get a real agent? My wife is my agent. <laughs> Reinhold joins. I was like, "Sorry, guys, I'm not I'm not a scam. I can't be on the show on Mondays." <laughs> Once we talk, I can only be on if we like. I, I'm independent. I need this AI thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I get that insurance. That's what's that's what you get, right? Is it good health insurance and does it work outside of California? <laughs> no, it's, it's good health insurance, but it's like, you know, was it they they figured out to so to get to qualify for the set for the insurance for the uh mm-hmm. union insurance, mm-hmm. you have to make like more than twenty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. And like eighty percent of the people on the union don't qualify oh okay so that explains why they went after youtubers mm-hmm. 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 yep but they also like also threaten the youtubers and influencers all that because if you ever wanted to be into the future you also won't work with the um the uh, studios right now so let's say that uh because as far as i know no one here is a member of sag sag after right Let's say a big studio. Let's say um, I don't know. Let's, I'll make up one. Disney, right? <laughs> you know, asked us to write. You know, She Hulk season two. Okay, all right. You know, if we did that, right, we would lose the ability to ever join SAG after ever again. 
By the way, Bisney, if you do, I'll, I'll fix your show. I'll fix your show. I will fix your show. I will fix the crap. No, no, that's, that's, that's I will fix your show. <laughs> Don't listen to right hold. I will fix your Don't show. Don't worry. I, I will retcon secret evasion. I will fix secret evasion at the to same make time. Terrence Howard, the, the version that got scrolled because that was that made sense. Yeah, I'll fix but secret evasion. Tiny, I'll fix everything. <laughs> I'll make I'll I'll make it so good. I'll make Danny Rand uh, sound like a good character again because he's going to be a scroll straight up. That's a, I'm going to explain that real quick. Scroll. That one was a scroll. Here's the real Danny Rand. Here's the real Danny. Rand. <laughs> God, man, just, just a perma. I mean, you you uh, you missed the crossover because you won't watch. Uh, New worlds. So you oh, missed see, the uh, see lower that's the jokes on you. I love lower decks, and I and thanks to uh, people with the uh, uh, correct uh, politics of po- uh, flags, I was able to watch <laughs> all the Boimler scenes I wanted. Like, I saw the ones I wanted to see. So get ready. Yeah. So ha jokes on you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Good show. I used to watch it. I don't, know. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's um, you know, you know, like it's the other bad trek makes me really scared and hold on to lower decks for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> lower decks is just like mm, there is good trek, right? Right? Boy, they're holding me. <laughs> and lower decks is saying, "Hey, Strange New Worlds is pretty cool. We'll do a crossover with them." So they they say the same thing. <laughs> good trek. <sighs> It probably is. It, I'm, yeah, but I've just, like I said, I'm just too. I'm gonna stick in the lower decks, and when they present nothing else exists. <laughs> this is the only trick for me. This is the only true trick right now. This is strange new worlds. I'm gonna blaze my glory. <laughs> oh, good. Like some people, like I do find some critics that really like some really old Trek heads for some reason hate lower decks. They hate it with a fiery passion. I was like, this isn't Star Trek. It's too funny. Pop, pop, pop. Like, I, I know that that's what that would makes it even better is because it all because it's not Trek. I think if Trek was like this, that strange, um, it would be awful. It would be awful. But it's like Deep Space Nine. What makes Deep Space Nine so good is because how stuffy. Uh, next generation and you know was if next generation like if deep space nine came before uh next generation like i don't think deep space nine would have worked that's me person personally you know i i think deep space nine only worked because of next generation because it was just a, such a turn um from it's that. not so much it was a turn so as also that remember when I don't know if you remember this because I don't know if you were born yet, but when Next Generation came out, there were a lot of people who thought they were ruining Trek by doing it. Right. And there was a lot of concern. Plus the fact that the first season wasn't really the best season of uh, Next Generation. Uh, So there was a lot of people who were really, really concerned about that. But once it got out and people were like comfortable with Trek again, being Mm -hmm. on the air and and Mm -hmm. being produced, that's when they were okay. Deep Space Nine makes sense. It it was good to go to. And and it was a little different. And you had, I mean, Odo is a great character and he's always a great actor and he's been in Mm -hmm. a bunch of different types of characters for Trek. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so 
Yeah. And yeah, giving him like a full time spot on the show was great. It was amazing. But like, uh, yeah. Yes, I do remember the fight because I remember that from like like my dad because he was trying to get me into watching Star Trek, the original series, and I I couldn't watch it. I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into it. So he kind of like I think he like he just like <laughs> bit his lip and watched Next Generation. He got into that, got me into Star Trek, but I really got into Deep Space Nine. That one really pulled me in. So yeah, I mean the way you should be watching Star Trek, and I, and it's not complete yet, but you should be watching Enterprise. Mm-hmm. The, the you know Jeffrey Archer is what, the captain first I would not give people Enterprise first. No, no, I'm just saying if you want to watch Star Trek in order, like oh, okay, canonical timeline order, Enterprise first, then Strange New Worlds, then Star Trek, <laughs> and then after Star Trek, you got to watch Star Trek uh, Continues, which was the fan version mm-hmm. that took the. Basically, it took over from where the uh, original series ended and mm-hmm. finished out the five-year mission mm-hmm. to the point where now they're you know done with the mission at the end of the series. Um, then you go on to, you know, next generation. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. If, I don't know if you could watch it that way because then, like, uh, the oopsies of, of plot, some some of the plot holes don't make sense though. You know, <laughs> like the oopsies. Oops. Oopsies. Oopsie toopsies. There's not really a lot. I mean, there's there's, there's not, but they will be glaring at that time. <laughs> Watching what they like. Well, if you watch Strange New Worlds, there's a lot of things they're doing where there where people who are like, wait a minute, this person and this person are acting like they don't know each other, but we know that they know, you know, that sort of thing. Like what? To give you a hint, one of the characters in Strange New Worlds, last name is Khan. Now She's mm-hmm. a descendant of Sun Yun Khan. So if somebody like that was on the Enterprise for during that run with Pike mm-hmm. and Kirk's brother, and they've already worked with James Kirk a couple times, she's mm-hmm. actually been she you know, she knows James Kirk. Why did Kirk not know who who Khan was when he picked him up? Right? During the original series. So that's that's where people are like going. You're messing a little bit here. Getting too close with to what's the sun going here. on. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's yeah. when the MIB mind wiper shows up. Yeah. You don't know anything about. They just the forgot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, um, like I, I, like so, like Yuhura, right? <laughs> I feel like they kind of. I did kind of feel like Lower Decks kind of mess with Yuhura too much. I enjoyed it, the episode, but I was like, ah, man, I, 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 you know, like they got her kind of relaxing and partying, like, you know, like stuff like that, like what you're known for, stuff like that also. But I was like, I kind of didn't want someone to come from the future to help push that. I was, you know, but I didn't want that, you know, I didn't want it. Well, <laughs> the, 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 what they're doing with, with Uhura in Strange New World is, is actually really great. She's an awesome character in the show. Mm-hmm. And she does a really good job. Yeah. Oh, from the what I've seen from that strange uh, from uh, the lower decks, I was like, yes, I loved it. It was yeah, amazing. Everyone, but 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 Spock, Spock looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> Spock he hits the gym. <laughs> What's funny is you missed this. The episode before that, mm-hmm. Spock got turned into a human. Hilarious, <laughs> hilarious <What>? episode. <laughs> they went to like some weird weird crash thing and then these mm-hmm. a- a- ancient people mm-hmm. you know 
said, well, we, we reconstructed him from the wreck and there were two people on the ship. One mm-hmm. of them was human. One of them was malfunctioned. So we just made them, we fixed them and put them back together, put them back together as a human. Fixed it. <laughs> so he comes out, he's, he's pure human and he's like, mm-hmm. can't control his rage. He's, mm-hmm. he's, it's hilarious. He does a great job acting on it, but it, he was supposed to be doing his, uh, engagement ceremony with the Pring, and that was all kinds of fun because of that. So, that actually is really good. See, that seems like a lower deck episode. That seems silly. Okay. That's too much Star Trek. I watch. I don't know. I don't know. That seems too silly. That's, that seems a little lower decky. That seems like that should be on lower decks. Personally, personally, but outside this, it sounds silly. Unless it's a, like a you know, like, well, on just a what off. <laughs> it's like the, uh, it was just yeah, he got he, he got returned back to normal. Oh yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, status quo. Yeah, gotta put the pieces back to where they. Were. That's the other well, problem. Like I see, like what other things the world ended up changing the status quo because you have to put all the pieces back because all the pieces have to be at a certain spot at a certain time. So everything's got to be put back. They're, they're playing a little bit. It's, they're having fun with it. They're playing a little bit, but the end of that episode, there was some major things that happened that I don't want to spoil too yeah. much, but does play out in the original series later. So they set up some stuff by having that happen to set up stuff later. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And Nurse Chapel's killing it. She's just, she's great. It's okay. I, I'm good. I'm still going to take your thing with the uh, uh, great assault because of your food choices and TV show uh, likes. <laughs> have to, you know, like preface versus all with that. I mean, but, I, I have I have nowhere to speak. I think the last Western thing I've watched in general was Arcane, and that was basically a Western anime. So. That should let you know where I am. You should you should watch Nimona on Netflix. I recommend that. Um, it's it almost I, two just came out. I've watched Nimona like like five times now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, I haven't crossed the the, the Spider Verse yet, which I heard was good. I have not watched that. Wow. Didn't watch Wednesday. <laughs> Didn't watch. Anything made Western or live action in like the past like years. I'm, I'm going to recommend you not watch Wednesday. It will piss you off. <laughs> You'd be like, this show's bait. Tim, <laughs> Tim, Tim Burton's going on the list. <laughs> well, according to the internet, it's not. So I know, I know what it is. I know it is. But <laughs> it is. It is. Straight up bait. I know, it's, I know what you're talking about. But. Burton's going on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, but there's a bunch of things that I just haven't watched that I, I have no like a, after like Endgame and like the Spider-Man mm-hmm. and like watch it I, I think I watched like up to Loki on the TV yeah. series and it was just mm-hmm. kind of like I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I most, just stopped caring for most things. Yeah. Most of it's trash and written by like a uh, awful people with like a, uh, with no originality. You know, it's, the, it's e- awful. E- even, even the good things that like the first couple seasons of the Witcher show, I didn't watch that. Even though I heard it was really great show. Unless you like Henry Cavill abs. Are you going to say the WandaVision wasn't well written? No, 
I, I liked one division as I said. I one division was the first one though. It, that was probably the 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 best of the three I watched. Is one division was good, and then it, Falcon and Winter Soldier was, great. was mid, and then I, I I enjoyed Loki, but the issue is that it where it ended and what it how it affected most of the universe kind of just made me shrug. Like get to shit on everything. <laughs> well, well, I did like Kang and stuff, but most of the movie is just like Loki wants to bang himself, but she's a girl version of himself, and like that's like half did of the you, joke. Did you see? Did you see Kang in Ant Man and Quantumania? Uh, I've seen clips. I haven't watched the movie. I mean, it, and seriously, I, the guy they have playing Kang is. Fucking awesome! Too bad he's not coming as... back. They fired him. No, uh, he's back. The allegations—they fired him. There was a, a he was found innocent. What are you talking about? <laughs> right, but they have not confirmed that he's coming back as king. I know they're waiting to find out what happened. If he's getting, he's been um, exonerated, so I'm sure he'll be back. I was going to. I thought you were going to say he's been Johnny Depp, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey! Speaking of exonerations, uh, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh God! Oh, uh, this is this is gone. How's that? I mean, how's that going to hand? How's that going to come across? I mean, he's found not guilty. Now, does he get uncanceled? Does he get his stuff back? Does he get? Can we can watch him now? Yeah, I can watch can watch House of Cards again. Yeah, can I watch House of Cards? <laughs> yeah. Can, can we get another season? Seven? Can you watch Seven again? Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, Seven was okay because he was such a horrible person in yeah. Seven. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay, man. yeah, that's just a follow to watch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 Think it's American Beauty that you got to ask yourself, can you watch this again? And you try to like, well, it's a girl, so. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, All right, I broke. Oh, yeah, I broke. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was in the road. <laughs> Found my life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Kevin Spacey, not guilty, right? Right? So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, we, we accept him back with open arms and apologize him. Yeah, hey, okay. they accepted Mel Gibson back after all his, all he uh, did. That's different. He was going after <laughs> them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's them though? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, no, no. <laughs> so the, the writer strike and the actor strike. <laughs> All right. You're- so I, one of the things that you, the whole residuals from streaming thing, mm-hmm. I can understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. because of the pre- the premise of when you j- originally started writing. You were writing in your contract was one was for a particular thing of you writing a serialized thing on television, mm-hmm. and then something came out of nowhere that was out of your idea of what could happen, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of get shafted by it by them all switching to it. It's like if you were a writer mm-hmm. and you in your contract when you signed for it, they're like, Yeah, any book you get, this is just a random number, every book you sell, you get a dollar off of that book. Mm-hmm. Every audiobook played, you get a dollar off of that book. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. And then they go, cool, but digital downloads of that book, you get nothing. <laughs> it's like, but oh. 
I it's still my my work. I still wrote it, and it's part of it's basically you selling my book, but in a digital form. It's like, yeah, but go fuck yourself. So, well, remember what happened to Scarlett Johansson, right? She did that Black Widow movie, the pandemic mm-hmm. hit. Mm-hmm. They didn't release it in theaters. They released it on streaming. Mm-hmm. Her deal was she got points based off of how well it did at the box office. Mm-hmm. So since it wasn't at the box office, mm-hmm. she got screwed. So she had to sue them to even to get money for the work she did, even though the studio is making money off of what, you know. And that's the thing is that everybody's talking about, well, should these people get this much money or should you get this for residuals and stuff like that? If the studio is making money off that work, they deserve the money off the work, mm-hmm. right? The studios are making so much money. I mean, do we want to let them just keep that money and make more money? Because they're not going to you know, lower ticket prices. They're not going to make things cheaper. They're not going to cut back on advertising because they're not paying the, the actors anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and it's, it to me, it's like, it's like with the football players, right? I mean, we can yell about how this football players is making, you know, $20 million. That, that should be enough for anybody. Why are they, why are they, you know, holding out for more money? Well, when the owners of the teams making, you know, the hundred billion dollars or whatever off of their work, you know, they they feel like they deserve more of that of what of what that is. Players have like CTE and shit Mm -hmm. because they're running backs and they just run headfirst into people and people don't get pay them any money. But it's also it's in my brain it feels like it's the evolution of syndication. Mm-hmm. When somebody wrote, when when they wrote a Friends and it goes on syndication, they mm-hmm. would get paid residuals every time it showed on television. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they get paid if people can just instead of it being on a television network, people would just go to a streaming site and watch it anyway? It's the that same. Was, that was situation. a big deal with the RIAA. Remember, was the, with the music because music started going to streaming mm-hmm. and getting downloaded, and it's like, well, you're not selling an actual CD, you're not going to get any money. So the artist had to get claw and get, you know, some sort of recompensation for the fact that their art's out there. They're, what they did was put out there that they were expecting money for, but because technology changed, they're getting shafted on it. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm not as sympathetic to some of the things that they did and who they, you know, all that stuff, but you know, how they went about it as it were, but still I understood that, it's still their music and they should still get paid, you know, mm-hmm. still get paid for it. And this whole thing about, I'm having a problem a little bit with this whole streaming thing and music side of things, because I bought all that music and now you're making me pay, you know, again for it or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But that's besides mm-hmm. the point. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah. that's right. Hold makes a nasty episode. Yeah. Ryan Hold eventually will make a NAS and put all his songs there and then he'll have, <laughs> he'll be his own Spotify again. Well, the problem is, is that like I used to have an application that would go okay, like Zune would say, okay, you can play your music on your phone that you've got from your CD. You can convert it to digital. You can play it on your phone. Mm-hmm. Those apps are gone now. You can't do that anymore. Oh man, did you remember Very back in the day, day when Apple did this and they like there was a we've lost we lost some um, Jerry Garcia like ma- like master recordings because of it. <laughs> So like oh man so like this is like uh, uh, because you know 
people liked Apple, right? They liked iTunes, right? And uh, it was doing like this syncing thing. So people would like, I've got this, you know, um, uh, you know, this, I've got this live recording, right? <laughs> you know, it's just recorded. It's the exact same song, right? Like, but it's just, it's live. It's better. It's like recorded. It was a microphone, but Apple saw it as like, Oh, we have that here. Delete. Send, send them this. So they deleted the live recording and sent to the studio. And not like a raw image, not flack MP3 quality cut. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not Lucky that person. Oh, no wrong. Oh, terrible. <laughs> yep. I wonder if I could find that article. Again. But yo, no. Um, all right. So I'm with you there. I think the lawyers and any judge does that, like um, doesn't understand to see that's the same as type of view. I think it's scummy. I think it's very scummy um, to be able to allow that to go. Um, I also view that I think from this is also going to be kind of bad or too full. Also a good thing too, because I think the streaming sites will have to end up having to be more transparent with its numbers. I think that is <clears throat> It's going to um, be one of those things that have to do come up is because it's like, you know, like if, you know, if let's say like um, TV show Friends, Lisa Kruger, right? She, you know, they get paid as much every time Friends is on TV. Okay, that's fine. But they're paying for a TV spot, everything like this, money, the ads, everything money's going to be there. When it comes to uh, like stream, like it's basically someone has to click on it, someone has to watch it. Just like, hey, they have to choose to watch that, right? But then it's also like the price breakdown on what you can watch based off the streaming site, you know? Because if you're, if you know, let's um, take like stuff like that. Like with my twenty dollars a month to my streaming site that I pay, you know, like I'm watching like like with my because it uses my whole household i'm watching like hundreds of content on that thing like right. how many fractions did you just track on like my 20 dollars you know like like how much are you really going to get out of my 20 dollars this blood from the stone thing that you're gonna like is the money really there you know like is the half the money that the streaming sites have is it fictitious does it really exist there or 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 people are watching the exact same thing all the time what's going on like it's there's a lot of smoky mirrors going on mm-hmm. that I think the clarity that the guild want, I think also us as people, as investors into different streaming sites and viewers just want to know, like, why would people are actually watching this? What, right. What's the metrics behind Netflix's top, oh, these top 10, these top 10, top 10 in the country. Top 10, right, right. 10, it's like 10, 10. looking at how, you know, Disney Plus is hemorrhaging money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want to be on Disney Plus because that, mm-hmm. that streaming site is hemorrhaging money. Hemorrhaging Paramount Plus, hemorrhaging money. Okay, <laughs> all right. I think they probably realize it's like, listen, like, uh, I may hate Netflix sometimes, but it's got a lot of the content that I want. And if I don't got it on Netflix, I probably got it Amazon Prime, which I need for the mm-hmm. Prime Prime shipping. And if it's not there, I got Tubi. What are you gonna get this? Nah, I can wait. I got Tubi. I got Tubi. Well, like, you have to understand, like, like that. There were the ones that got in early, right? Mm-hmm. There's Hulu and Netflix. Mm-hmm. Which got in early, so Which, they have an established fan base. And even though Hulu is not as popular as for Netflix, yeah, it's still a consistent thing that people go to and have originals mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. have content that way. And Amazon yeah. Prime is Amazon, so <laughs> Amazon don't care, baby. Amazon don't care, baby. <laughs> it's, it's part of the Amazon World Domination Tour, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so the the. Then you have a they, bunch of other they, fractures of websites trying to 
grab from those three bigger markets and mm-hmm. they have to specialize as we have stuff like Crunchyroll, which is only anime mm-hmm. high dive which is only anime which is mm-hmm. you know and high dive gets exclusive ex- mm-hmm. exclusivity to anime so that way people have to go to their site to watch stuff mm-hmm. you yeah, know yeah 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 retro junk yeah. It's all the retro anime. Well, the old things that people which, haven't seen in a long time. They got rid of their ad tier list now, which sucks. You know, so now you actually get some cash. Sucks <laughs> to watch my retro junk. <laughs> and, and like more of just more of like, I don't feel like grabbing a VHS tape from the basement. <laughs> I just watch the show. <laughs> but there's also a lot of them are losing, you know, faith in things. So like with uh, Max, mm-hmm. that's what it's called now. The HBO Max, it's just Max. Whatever. Yeah, the Max. Yeah, <laughs> the Max. Yeah. yeah. See that. See, here's the thing too. Just real quick before you go, mm-hmm. I thought that was the worst marketing decision of the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until X came around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Confirmed. Reinhold watches X videos. Don't, don't, <laughs> so don't worry, Reinhold. X has got even funnier because their new tagline is "Blaze your glory." because <laughs> you know it, it's like they so here's an example i'm tangenting real quick yeah. but my, that's the way my brain works right but the 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 funniest thing is is that the word tweet tweeting something mm-hmm. had been added to the dictionary as a verb for uh, as an acceptable use, right? You tweeted this to somebody. You tweeted it, that's like taking that's like Xerox going, hey, you know, we got you know, when you Xerox something to somebody, well, we're gonna change our name from Xerox to something else. That would be the dumbest thing, right? I mean, yeah, that made would be dumb. The fact that this is your your company name is the verb you use for that industry. I, I just I just like the fact that people you are treating it like it. prints. They're treating it like prints, it's calling mm. it the website formerly known as Twitter. Almost everybody I've seen there talk about it. It's like the website formerly known as Twitter, and they don't want to call it X because X is stupid. But anyway, it is like, stupid. You know, it's oh, I know, I know. I'm gonna get on X video well, here. Apple's but it's not allowed. It's not allowed on the on the uh, network now because the rules that the name X isn't val- isn't a valid one, so they can't. They can't even do call it, it yeah. X on the, in the Apple Store, dude. Like the hey, go, back, go back to what you were saying. No, the, the logo changed. Like so, like I got the update for Twitter mm-hmm. on uh, um on my uh, v, uh, my Android VM. Right, and I thought I had a fucking virus because all it was just X in the middle of the damn thing. I'm like, oh shit, my VM, my VM. I'm like, oh, the Twitter app updated. <laughs> like, oh like, my god, someone hacked my VM. But like with with Max do, going out of their way to just get rid of a bunch of content and making it so that things are just gone mm-hmm. without that, the rights the worst reverting part. back to the original creators. Mm-hmm. makes it even worse on top of that. So yeah, when you have people who make like the part the person who made Infinity Train, mm-hmm. the, the only way people yeah. can watch it is if they pirate it. Mm-hmm. The only way you can watch it at all is if you buy the DVD mm-hmm. or Blu-ray, which, yeah. which is expensive. And yep. that's how anime works. That's the only reason anime is profitable in Japan, because Japan loves their Blu-rays. They buy a fuck ton of Blu-rays. Fuck it's yeah. insane. But <laughs> I, I want to watch. I want to watch Bosom Buddies. I can't. No, it's not available streaming anywhere. Mm-mm. There's a lot of shows that I grew up watching that I would love to go back and watch again, but I just cannot do it unless I go pirate it. Right? And what? What do you? You know? It's like I would never pirate a, a single TV show or movie. I'd pay for it if it's available. 
But when you don't make it a, even available to, to, to view, you know, then you get what you get, you know. But yeah, it's right. I'll just what you get, what you deserve. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, getting clarity from what the the streaming had to do, and it's and it's also like, for me, it's very important that if they can that getting those residuals for the things they created, even if it's you know a the couple cents of uh, an episode that people watch, you know, it's still they put their work into it. They should get something out of it, you know, e- even if like even if it's even if they get a check every month, that's like, here's two grand because people decided to to binge House for the seventh time this month. You know, I mean, you, you see all the stories about people who get residual checks for like five cents, you know, mm-hmm. for something they did twenty years ago. I mean, it's just that that's just the nature of it, right? But I think that the concerns of the studio is is that they don't know the mo- how they're monetizing it. Everything's still kind of in flux on the monetization on streaming. Right. So they're afraid mm-hmm. to go to sign a contract and end up giving these guys way more money, and then mm-hmm. they're going to be losing money on the deal. I mean, that's really their concern. I get, and I kind of get that, but you got to remember who's causing that flux in the in the monetization aspect. Is you're trying to maximize everything you can out of it, Disney. right? So they're doing right. all kinds of like we used to pay for cable and you get all the channels on it. Now you're we're like we just wanted to pick what we want and have a la carte. Well, we got that. Mm-hmm. And it's great, but now I'm paying for Paramount Plus and Amazon and Netflix and Disney and you know it's like and Max and it's, it's at some point how much am I paying more now for cable than I was before? Maybe maybe you are. My pirate flag stays up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I go to the I, public I library. For, I pay for one. I pay for one, and then we pass. Then everybody else I know pays for one, and we share. Right, but you, you watch one thing. You 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 watch basically just watch anime stuff, right? I mean, you're not watching all the stuff that I watch. But even I then, watch all kinds of stuff. Yeah, even there, like, and there are some anime exclusive to different streaming sites and all that kind of stuff. But you know, there, there's they, ways around that. You know, now, uh, now Reinhold, they have anime like Bosom Buddies. If you really like Bosom Buddies, I can recommend you some uh, anime. Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari are just fun to watch. I'm sorry, There's, you're not <laughs> matching that with some anime. <laughs> I don't know. Those two guys, <laughs> man, fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's, can't beat I, Tom Hanks. Can you beat Tom Hanks, man? It's the guy. Very easily basketball, you know. <laughs> uh, who was a better Geppetto? <laughs> <laughs> he may get me in the shrimp boating, okay? <laughs> Peeing. <laughs> How many times you met the president? Oh. <laughs> Uh, three, actually. What? Thanks yeah. for asking. <laughs> the real president, not that fake one. On how many different presidents? <laughs> Same one three times. Yeah, man. Oh well. I've got. I had a bad joke. I was going to say there right now, but I'm not going to say. It. <laughs> save it. We'll come back to it. No, I'll, I'll tell y'all after. We'll yeah, say, save it. We'll come back to it later. Yeah, but <laughs> sorry. But, but yeah, but I also feel you are too because, like, yes, the studios are kind of scared because, like, right now, like, don't really have good, 
numbers on what they're going to get. They can actually pay someone for streaming. Also, the price of streaming things have gotten in flux because of bandwidth, storage costs of all this. You know, you know, it's you know they're they're just they're also not all the movies. And they're not releasing, and they're also not yeah. releasing good numbers. Like we talked about when you walked off, it's like the the, the studios aren't like the streaming services aren't releasing numbers. We have no idea. I don't think the only person, unfortunately, that's giving great numbers is Alpha Goog with YouTube saying like, "Yes, fifteen million people have watched this." <laughs> you know, the, I I think if uh, Netflix and Disney they put this out there, like, okay, yeah, how many we actually bought this? And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Why aren't they residual for these up there? Like 30 million people have rewatched the um, classic uh, Little Mermaid and uh, 20 million people watch the new Little Mermaid movie, you know, you know, which, uh, uh, oh, by the way, so my uh, daughter <laughs> watched the huge fight because my daughter loves the new Little Mermaid. My wife mm-hmm. hates that, wants to watch the old Little Mermaid. <laughs> But I was like, that's not the real Little Mermaid. This is Little Mermaid, and it's hilarious. I love it. It's hilarious. Neither one of them are the real one. Go back yeah. to the original hands. <laughs> well, neither Comes one right of them dissolves up. in the water in sadness. So when Brian Old comes in, let me show you the real story. <laughs> let me show you the, the real Cinderella. Here's here's the stepsisters getting their eyes pecked out by crows. Oh my God. <laughs> and then packing their Little feet red riding so they get fit into the, the slippers. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> movie studios aren't really good at figuring out how much their movie's gonna make because I mean look at how, t- how many times they've made they put movies out that are just tanked. Because yeah. they're not good at, at figuring out what consumers want. It, it's you know? it's a combination of not knowing what the consumers want. <laughs> Oh, Chrissy. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's it's not just that. It's them not knowing how to market their things as well. Or market it or just, you know, they mess with with, uh, the creative process too much, obviously. Like, yeah, there's this great meme I saw yesterday where it's like, you know, studio studio saying, we love this. It's, It's, well, this is completely different. No one's ever done this before. Now, how can we change it to make it fit, you know, what everybody else has done so we know it can make money, right? I mean, that's right. the, the thinking. Yeah. And it's hard to find, you know, a studio willing to take the chance on that. And so the idea that they have a good understanding of how much they should be paying people because, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, there's still there's still a lot of just bad executives in, the, in, in yeah. Hollywood. And, and the fact that they're making money and keeping the actors from making money Mm-hmm. To to make their numbers look better, to make their profit margin look better, mm-hmm. is not the way to go. You make even better movies, mm-hmm. and you market it well, and you mm-hmm. you know you give people chances to to put something out there, and if it if it flops, it flops. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But know, my just- my favorite, but most recent uh, marketing issue that happened was with the Flash, where one of the producers says. The move Ezra Miller's so good, you forget about all of his kidnapping and abuse accusations. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> he ain't that good. <laughs> it's like, bruh. <laughs> he ain't Kevin Spacey. Oh, no, uh. mm. 
Anyway, <laughs> terrible, <laughs> fucking terrible. No, uh, you're absolutely right. Like, uh, they they also don't know how to like write for movies. Like, they get a lot of people who don't respect a lot of their source material, stuff like that, or they respect it in a very weird way. Um, you know, it's I don't know. It's uh, I really just uh, for one, I um, I will say that I'll put this out in ether. I would really, I think the only way we can figure out why anime never adapts to live action. We have to get an, I think we need to get a good live action movie and adapt it to anime. And I think it should be Mission Impossible. Harry, <laughs> uh, it exists. It's called Speed Racer. Oh, man. Speed Racer is so good. That movie so good. Once you take out the sa- the crappy soundtrack that the movie came out with and add initial D to it. Mm. Mm, so better. So much better. The Speed Racer movie was basically Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> it it's was it, so good. It though. felt so Speed Racer. Yeah, and, it, and it's the Coens, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Here you go." <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Like I, like apparently, like my wife didn't watch it. I'm sitting there like watching it with uh, my daughters. She's like, "What is this movie?" I'm like, and apparently, Alita Battle Angel was good enough that they already announced like two sequels. Nice, nice. So, All right. but, so movies that are in, in so it's just Netflix. Pipeline. So it's just Netflix. It's, <laughs> yeah, Netflix is terrible at it. And <laughs> in, in Japan is too. They're terrible at turning their own things into, into live action. Hey, the Roroni Ketchup one. Yeah. He's uh, mid. Uh, <laughs> Go I'm look sorry. Up the like, Full Metal Alchemist one and, and talk to me then. I'm sorry. I, I, I've, I'm not trying to lose weight. No. Um, <laughs> the thing that got me with the Roroni Ketchup one, because it looks solid up until you really watch the choreographed sword play and you wonder, like, why is he using a reverse grip on a reverse blade sword? This is too much reverse. It's too much reverse. This is stupid. Double this reverse. Is dumb. This is dumb. No, this is dumb. And why would he use the reverse grip? There's too many YouTube videos that says like this is bad. There's so many like this. You don't reverse grip your sword. You don't do this <laughs> because this is better. <laughs> why would I do this? Yeah, cinematic though. That's the whole point. No. No, no. <laughs> he did do it in the, in the. You let the guy in the from the anime to the live action. Let him do the stupid technique where he holds his knives like that and spin really fast. They allowed that. She was like, "Okay, cool. That's an anime thing. Okay, well, we'll let that go." But you, motherfucker. Right. Like, there's plenty of anime things like Death the Kid firing two desert eagles with his pinky. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. That's, that's with no recoil. <laughs> oh, that's just that's the traps. See, you gotta work the bars. You work the bars, right? You gotta, work the bars. You gotta like <laughs> lock them in the rats in there. But he doesn't skip back to either. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like the residual going finishing that concept is that the residual thing is very important, and you can see what happens when it gets when it starts to cave in on itself, mm-hmm. when you look at the comic book industry, mm-hmm. because they have to keep making new care. Each writer has to make a new character to, for them to get residuals off of, because mm-hmm. if they use old characters, the original creator gets residuals. So mm-hmm. for them to, to get money, they create new characters all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. why you got, you know, punchline who is just Harley Quinn. If she was an influencer, 
which is a real character. <laughs> this is not even a joke. It's a real ass uh, character. That's trash. <laughs> that's trash. And she she's like Joker sidekick, and <laughs> and then you get and she exists because, well, I if I make this character and they take off, I get a bunch of money because you know I created it. Paul yeah. Paul Dano is probably so happy he created Harley Quinn in the in the Batman the animated series because he's getting bank <laughs> every time. Every, every time because they made her the fourth pillar of the DC universe. This, this moment, for reasons. Bank. For reasons. I, there I are understand. four seasons of the Harley Quinn show. Which is Bats. good. Which fucking gold. Four seasons. All gold. All gold. Some of the best thing DC ever did out. They, they are making a, a Suicide Squad isekai anime <laughs> mainly focusing on Harley Quinn. He is making bank. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully he's making bank. We don't know. I mean, that's, that's the big thing. Is That's why you keep seeing when different people come into power to control making the movies is why you keep getting all these newer characters or or characters that people don't really know very well mm, like when you look at yeah like for into the spider-verse it makes sense for them to add genki because genki was miles's best friend mm-hmm. so in every game that has miles they have genki so in the Spider-Man Miles Morales game, Genki's there, and he's a main part of the plot in Spider-Man too. So it totally makes sense. But if they decide to shoehorn in a new villain for no reason, what's the point? So, anyways, I'm gonna shoehorn in my main, my self-insert character. In yours. This, mm-hmm. this, uh, sorry, this, it's a canon event. I'm sorry. Sorry, this has always <laughs> been Spider-Man's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> He's right here. He's always been here. Always. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah Parker's known him since childhood. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Yeah, let me write this in. Integral to the part. <laughs> <laughs> the most important character. <laughs> Matter of fact, he he he's the real one that made the suit. Let me should we show you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally at, in the comics after Peter got his body back from Doc Ock. Uh, <laughs> it, I forgot about that. It, it blew up Parker Industries and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, one of the things they did was that they created like a carnage goblin suit called the Red Goblin that okay. went on Harry Osborne's son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they created Harry Osborne's son and made him the Red Goblin for whatever reason. <laughs> it's like, I I don't know, man. They they gave Eddie Brock a son <laughs> so that way he could be like in tune with all the symbiotes ever. And it's like, I don't what are so, you guys doing? So they just did the meme, like, so he's got a son now. Yes. <laughs> they just did the meme. Why'd you do the meme? Well, yeah, the residuals. I feel like that's one of the more important things once they figure out how streaming is paying and that way the writers get their fair cut of the things the writers and the actors get their fair cuts of the things that they've created. I feel like that's massively important. Also willingly taking people's identity and 
holding it and allowing yourself to use it as background characters in other movies is horrifying, yes. terrifying, and yeah, terrible. It. And I hate it. that. That's that's the thing that, that bothers me the most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, I own your likeness. I know. Yeah, that's what they did to Crispin Glover in Back to the Future too, right? They used a, a stand-in and then imaged his face over the top of it. Sick. And yeah, sick. I think he sued him for it. Good. Yeah. Hope hope he gets paid. It's sick. Yeah, it's it's the, like the, well, who was it? Um, But it's also really cool. Streetcar Named Desire, the main guy from that. Who am I thinking of? Streetcar Named Desire? What? That actor who passed, and I cannot remember his name off the top of my head. What, Paul Walker? No. Streetcar Named Desire was um, Marlon Brando. That's it. Marlon Brando. They, They were trying to get their estate to have Marlon Brando be a main character in a movie where they just put him digitally over somebody else in the movie. Well, wow, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> so that that is that that's what makes it very weird and like like Timberland using like an AI to make a Biggie song, which did which he did do <laughs> is is just I, like. Uh, Here's the thing. I don't mind some of that stuff if, as long as the people who own the likeness mm-hmm. have a say in it and they agree to it. Like, there are times where that makes sense to do. Like, you're wanting to do a movie and you want to pay homage to that actor who was in those movies, you know, and then they, you bring him in to do something, you know, do some stuff and good to mm-hmm. go because they've passed or something. I mean, that, that makes yeah. a lot more sense. Like, yeah. Doctor Who would be great with some of that stuff, you know. Bring some of the older doctors. They've, they've been bringing the older doctors in, but they're aged, right? So if you could bring back the way they used to look, to induce some interactions and have some fun stuff happen, that would be great. But you want to make sure you get those uh, those actors okay to do it. They're blessing to do it, right? In my my brain, it's just like, why not just make it animated then? Yeah, I think that's our other issues. Just don't want to watch anime. They want to watch the real. No, life. they want to watch no, the real life stuff. But but it's not real the, the anymore. Technology exists though, so why not do it? <laughs> What's the difference, right? It's 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 the technology's there. It doesn't look. I mean, when they did the the Tron thing, and they de-aged and all that stuff, it was kind of eh. But Ooh. when they did <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy two, that de-aging actually looked really good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, I can see doing yeah, that stuff. But for my in my brain, it's more of what. So let's say you you're making a movie, and they decide to cast two. They said they decided they wanted the main characters to be Marlon Brando and Marilyn Monroe, and they just CG AI them into the movie. Why mm-hmm. not just make it animated at that point? Because that's what you're doing. You're making an animated thing, but just putting animated faces over human beings. It's the exact same thing. Because it's not, because there's a difference between animated and light real you know, real life likeness. You know, you, you can't look at an anime and say, oh, that looks like real life. Come on. I mean that's it's it's I'm not saying it's, it's, it's not a straight anime, it's more of like animation in general. It doesn't have yeah. to be animated. Even, even even regular animation 
can't capture real life look right. I mean, without a lot of work, I mean, you can do it, but it's a lot of work. Um, whereas you can take and, and, and if you were to take a movie and you were to put Marlon Brando and Marilyn Monroe in it, as long as the states of those two people are okay with it, I don't see nothing wrong with it. It might be fun. It might be a cool thing to see happen. I don't know if I'd watch a whole movie with them on her because it's not ever going to be them acting unless they can do some really good AI at this point, going back and watching all, you know, inputting in all of their you know, past performances and their interviews and things like that. Maybe you could, you could come up with something that would be more realistic, but you know, for, for a little quick hit spot here or there, or for a cameo type thing, I think it's nothing wrong with that. As long as you get the permissions, when you try to do it without permissions, like they did to Christmas lover, that's where you get into the issue. In my opinion. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we're about what? 10 to 15 years out of uh, Frank, Frank Sinatra selling his uh, VPN ad. So uh, well, they, haven't that's... they already done this though? I mean, did, they've had commercials like they had uh, Nat King Cole singing with his daughter mm-hmm. in a commercial. It was, was that 10 years ago, eight years ago, mm-hmm. something like that. Yep. I mean, they can do that. They have done it. It's not, I don't think as big a deal as long as I said, you get the permissions of the yeah. people who own that estate and they okay with it. Yeah. Just like, and a, there are times I think it's completely appropriate, like certain movie franchise or certain, you know, like, like, a like they're bringing something or doing something with the movie that that actor was very key in and was very important to, yeah. you know, and they want to bring him in for a quick cameo or something to mm-hmm. help, the plot or make the movie in, in interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea, but you know, I don't know about trying to recreate, like if you were trying to recreate Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory with Gene Wilder, and I don't know if I'd watch a whole movie of Gene Wilder doing that, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? But if you had him cameo in for a five, for four or five minutes, that might yeah. be cool. All right. Well, we're going to end this here because um, yes, Yes, because Rhino's given me hope that my Batman, the real Batman, Kevin Conroy, could give us a, another movie again if the state lets us to. So, you know, they, they have enough. They have enough footage of his voice. They could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they you have like they have like eight games and the animated series and all the animated movies he did. They, 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 can, they, they has a lot of stuff into computer. They could they could pump out. Uh, I mean, the, the text-to-speech stuff these days is incredible. You can go to do AI stuff. You can make a video. Like there are people who make YouTube videos with AI text-to-speech, and it's horrible. But nowadays, you can go to these websites and do it, and it sounds like somebody talking. You can use that voice. You can import your own voice into there and write your own podcast. Mm-hmm. So I could write up a podcast with my voice on it. I have enough talking into uh, the storage, mm-hmm. and I could just write it and then let the computer make the actual audio podcast. Right. And they get some video stuff and get pictures of the face. And then I could de-age it down to what I used to look like when I was in high school and I could have a video podcast of it and I could be writing it all. And all you have to do is write it and push some buttons and let the, let the work in the background. Sounds like a great future to me. Yeah. I'll probably be, you know, gone before we realize it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Hey, you know, don't worry about that, Skips. Anyway, so, yeah, let's end <laughs> this episode here. Uh, thank you guys all for uh, listening to this episode. Um, if you got this far in the episode, thank you. You're the true, true readers. You could have been listening to anything else in the world, but you decided to listen to this, and that I thank you. This is a 
live recording of a of our podcast we do on Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.com slash we are that's the letter R libertarians. And you can also get us on YouTube at youtube.com slash we are libertarians. Please come hang out with us live. We enjoy that you download this podcast and listen to us while you're doing what you're doing, but you know, come hang out with live. You know, Christian needs someone else to talk to. Okay. Right. Um that being said, um I don't think we, you know, you got some exciting things coming down the pipe. Uh, this thing, I do want to do some more Reinhold explains coming up. Um, I've got those things planned, and uh, I get get access to doing stuff with more Streamyard, and I got full access to the YouTube channel. So, yeah, yeah, I got some good things coming up. So I'm getting those SAG cards. Let's go. Not joining SAG. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't do. See, Next see, week, I'll be computer generated. So. See here, I'm glad you said Disney because the Screenwriters Guild was texting me, telling me to be careful what I was saying. So, goodbye, everybody. First, say goodbye. Bye. I thought you just ended it. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>